0: Oh, I welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda, and this is Ramel. Hey, girl. Hey.
1: <laughs> That's
0: mine. <laughs> Wait, what I did like I do kid. that wrong? <laughs> yes, you're supposed to say, "Hey, Ramel." Oh, okay.
1: And okay, I, say, I got this. I got hey, this. Girl, um, um, welcome to our show. This is Twanda, and this is Ramel
0: then <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to say hey girl hey well I oh you, you say hey ramel oh and i go hey girl hey okay you
1: know why we're messing this up why i think we're, we're tired like we need some type of a break a refreshing pause to to, to get ourselves back together again i think
0: you're right we're kind of we- off our game a bit yeah I'm- We've been doing this podcast since the very first of October. Like week after week. Week after week after week after week, which is great. I love it. I've
1: enjoyed this. I, I really love. appreciate y'all joining us on this interesting journey we've been on.
0: But we decided it's time for a season two. Right. What? We're, doing yeah, we're doing season we're doing We didn't know we were going to do seasons. But we've decided we're going to do seasons so we can... Um, take a break take a pause and for a little while yeah just for the month of September
1: right we'll be back actually on October the 6th with a brand new fresh episode
0: that's right that's right so we'll be able to retool gear up and get ready for our new season Ramel what honey
1: can I ask you a question yes like what's going to happen in the weeks that we are not recording like is it just going to be dead space
0: we would never have dead space (laughs) (laughs) Romel would
1: never have that never have like she'd make (laughs) us do many episodes before she'd let us have dead space that's right
0: we we are going to replay some of our favorite episodes some of the ones from the some of the ones from the beginning that maybe didn't you maybe not have Um, listen to if you're newer to it'll the be show great.
1: it'll be great
0: they're really do- good episodes and we really love them we love some of the guests that we're going to replay and um so it'll be a good reintroduction to um our we podcast are. from
1: the That's beginning right. and in yeah. the meantime we are not actually going to be resting all this time we Never. are retooling and we are um Taking a fresh perspective and working and preparing for this mm-hmm. new season, season two. Remember, we got See seasons, season.
0: girl. I know. We, we we are like oh, like yay! Hey. So we just want to take one quick minute to thank y'all for joining us on our journey. We want to thank yeah, you for all it. the listens. All over the world. Do you know we're international, girl? We are international. I saw
1: that, and I'm really proud. I'm so proud of us. Look at what we did.
0: I know. In places I've never even heard of. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of crazy. So um, we want to thank you. Thanks for all our listeners in the United States and all around the world. We want to thank you. But with that being said, we want to introduce you to today's topic. It's hot, y'all. Is hot. It's steamy. I want to just finish finished editing it, and it's. She's just like I forgot how mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> that this was, was this right. This
1: is good. You know, if we're gonna go out at the end of a season, we would decide it. We're going out with a bang, bang. What are we talking bang, about bang. Right now?
0: We're talking about orgasms, girl, orgasms. It's like one of my favorite topics. Okay. (laughs) That's a whole other (laughs) other thing. All right. So um, thank you. So the next thing you will hear is us already in progress. I am excited about the episode today. Of course. I am super excited. You know, I've been like,
1: yay. I've been telling a few people about it, even Uh before we recorded it.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: And so... I'm just going to start off with my question for you, Ramel. Girl, Uh can I ask you something? Yes, please do. How often do you have conversations
0: with your girlfriends about the big O? Orgasms. You know, the funny thing is, and I'm so excited about them. However, I almost never have a conversation with my girlfriends about them.
1: It wasn't until we had this idea And we started talking about how we could bring this into an episode. Did we actually go out and talk to our book club group Mm -hmm. about orgasms and start talking among each other and looking up stuff? But we, Mm -hmm. I don't ever have these conversations Mm -mm. with, I mean, if you could think about before we started talking about the episode, how many times have you had that conversation?
0: I think, I think, you and I may have had like the most brief conversation. Yes, once. Once. <laughs> like the most brief. I don't even remember what it was, but it's like, do you have orgasms? Yes, yeah, okay. Anyway, I mean, I don't remember it was it was very fleeting, no matter what it was. But I can tell you I in general, my whole life, I have not had those kind of conversations. So okay Especially about orgasms about sex and maybe in general but orgasms by my own personal pleasure not at all wow i wonder yeah. why that
1: is we'll, we'll we'll ask that question a little bit later you were telling me ramel about some article you were
0: reading i could not believe this okay so i was reading this um bustle article that says they polled some women right mm-hmm. they said that thirty two percent of the women they polled did not know if they had had an orgasm thirty two percent that's like, all women did they mean like grown women <laughs> like, I'm trying to well I mean they didn't say there were grown ass women that they asked, <laughs> but I, I mean I'm assuming and they didn't know no i didn't okay.
1: know I saying like I don't know why women wouldn't think about that, but our ideas about orgasms, what they are, what it's supposed to feel like are all different. I've done a lot more reading lately to learn more about orgasms and women's concerns and questions about that. Mm -hmm. And that just leads me to bring in today's guest who can help shed some light on our topic today. Sunday Johnson Moore is a sensuality consultant who runs a public Facebook group called Orgasmic Happiness. No question While we invited her today. She also <laughs> runs a private group called uh, The Secret Sister Circle. She is a wife, a mom, a business owner of a natural hair salon called HC Natural Hair. Welcome to the show, Sunday. Welcome, welcome.
2: Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you.
1: So excited to get yeah! I'm glad to have somebody with your credentials right here. You can tell us what other women think and how you
2: advise other people. Okay, so girl, can Mm -hmm. we ask
0: you something?
2: Go right ahead.
0: Why don't women talk more about or our orgasms?
2: Oh, that's a big question and a good one. Um, what I have found is. Most women have been socialized not to talk about orgasms, not to talk about sex. You think about it, we spend so much time, we spend the early part of your life being trained to stay away from sex, keep your legs closed, be a good Mm -hmm. girl, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff until you're married. And then you get married and you're supposed to flip the switch and all of a sudden have great sex and all of these orgasms. Mm -hmm. But who taught you how to? Who told right. you anything about sex, so it just doesn't happen that way so so um
3: go ahead
1: well it, and, and, and along those lines, considering we are you're right, I'm told to keep your legs closed, it's all about the books, why should we be having these conversations i i i we brought it up as a topic, so of course we think we should be, but is this something? Our listeners should feel comfortable listening to. Like, should we be having these conversations among ourselves?
2: We should definitely be having these conversations among ourselves. And we should be talking to our daughters about this. So, oh, wait, what? Uh, yes. Yes, we should. Hold on. I
1: didn't, that had not, I, we didn't <laughs> put that in the script. What Was that <laughs> we're supposed to be doing, Ramel? Do we're we need
2: to, to do an talking, episode? Hmm? We should be talking to our daughters about this. We should be teaching our daughters that Sex and pleasure is beautiful and they're right, but you're not emotionally ready for it yet. But I've got to prepare you for all of that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't want so, and I have teenage daughters okay. and they don't like to have the conversations because my teenage daughters are like, oh, okay, mom, you always want to talk about sex. But I want them to feel comfortable about with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to become adults and think, okay, I think I'm ready to have sex because he wants to have sex. Right. Or because my friends have are having sex. No, I'm in a relationship, and I've been made this decision that this is something I want to do, and I'm going to get pleasure out of it. You know, this is the, not for them.
3: The,
0: it's funny because uh, Twanda and I, of course, we've been preparing for this, and that was one of the things that I I was mentioning is that men seem to. I mean, women seem to get the raw deal in terms of sex, right? Men mm-hmm. seem to be the ones who are enabled they're empowered to be the ones that get a lot out of sex they're Mm -hmm. the ones that should be happy right but women it seems as though we are supposed to be like more just it's supposed to be a function for us Mm -hmm. opposed to it for it to be pleasurable in in a way that that we would want to serve our man that they should be serving us and we should be getting pleasure out of that And so I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Do you find that there's that disconnect with the people that you work with?
2: Definitely. That's where it starts, I think. So many women are having sex out of, especially if they're married, Mm -hmm. I find that they're having sex because it's it's expected. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's good, you know, they're enjoying it, but they're not usually having sex for their pleasure. And Mm -hmm. when I say to them, You should be enjoying this. This should be beautiful. You shouldn't have questions of whether or not you've had an orgasm. If you have an orgasm, you know. And that should be happening on a consistent basis. But so many women fall into what I call the good girl syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so they're doing everything right, the way it's supposed to be. They've been socialized to be people pleasers. Mm -hmm. So if you're a people pleaser, then you go into the bedroom trying to make sure that your spouse or partner is happy. Uh-huh. You're completely ignoring your happiness and pleasure in that. And I even come in contact with women who say, well, because it was good for him and he's happy and I'm happy. What is that? <laughs> I
3: like, just actually what? had to
0: swallow what I was <laughs> wanted to say what? because it wasn't going to be anything nice. What? <laughs> wow. It's important.
1: It That tells me that there are, lots of women out there that have probably just been taught that sex was about the man getting off and not necessarily about the woman having pleasure. And I think that's where you are saying we should talk to our daughters and make sure they understand or put put sex in a more natural, equal Mm -hmm. basis.
3: Um,
2: Positive life. Right. And it's not just So sex is not to please your man. It's not to keep him quiet. It's not for celebrations. It's not just to make babies. I mean, we've got this long list of things that women have taught you sex for. But you don't find pleasure on that list often.
0: How do we get in touch with that pleasure that we're looking for? If we've always been told, good girl, do the things, Mm -hmm. husband comes first. How do we get in touch with so that we can find that place where we can find pleasure. I mean, where we can have the orgasms yeah. and things like. That.
2: So I usually take women through a series of steps. And um, so there are three, three categories. It's know yourself, to love yourself so you can free yourself. So mm. you've got to start with knowing yourself. Where are you now? Gotcha. So are you a people pleaser? Do, are you, do you have good girl syndrome? Where are you? And you have to be really honest with yourself. So I always mm-hmm. say to women, you gotta get naked. You gotta get mm-hmm. naked mentally, emotionally, and physically before mm-hmm. you can even get to the point where you can say, ooh, I want to enjoy pleasure. Because I need to discard all of that. Can I say bullshit?
3: Yeah.
2: We we grown here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk about <laughs>
3: orgasms. Yeah, you can say it. yeah. Yes, right.
2: well, sometimes I still have to talk about it in a not so grown way. But yeah, you got to discard yeah. all of the bullshit that you've been taught, so you can get to the place of wait, I am deserving of pleasure. Mm-hmm. This body I have was designed to enjoy these wonderful orgasmic moments that feel like earthquakes are taking place all around me.
3: Mm, earthquakes. But, hmm. Yes.
2: To So you said know yourself. Then what's
0: the next one? Love yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you find that that women have trouble um, expressing love for themselves?
2: Yeah, we spend more time in loving ourselves uh, in that series than anything else. Mm
3: -hmm. It's easy
2: to strip down all of the things that you've been taught because I don't have to take responsibility for what I've been taught. That Mm -hmm. was something somebody else told me. Mm -hmm. so I can strip all that down and figure out where I am. Mm
3: -hmm. But
2: now I got to look at me and begin to love myself and show love. So that means I've got to put me first. I need to take time away. I've got to take care of myself. I've got to take care of my body, all of that. And wives and mothers tend to have a really hard time doing that because we wear that um, badge of honor, that superwoman badge. Like Mm -hmm. it is the best thing in the world. Like, I take care of everybody else,
3: but Mm. I neglect me.
2: I'm a hero. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can't
2: can't (laughs) give people the best of you if you're not the best of you. Mm. And if you're not loving yourself in the way that you feel most loved, then you're not at your best. So we tend to go through a lot of things to, like, we develop self-care plans journaling, meditation. You just got to spend time. um, I invite women to date themselves, by themselves, not with their friends, not with their spouses, but take yourself on a date and treat yourself better than anybody else has treated you.
3: Oh, nice. I like
1: that. Now this sounds, you know, I'm enjoying that. Mm, I'm I'm going to think about that as a concept. Okay. So number three, what was the
2: third part? Free yourself. So,
3: hmm.
2: once you get to the point that you know where you are, you've accepted that, you're mm-hmm. ready to move forward, you're showing yourself lots of love, and you're going to feel all good and juicy and happy. Now, we can dig into what is it that you really like to get you to the mm-hmm. point of orgasm. So, ah. in that stage, that's where we develop a menu of pleasure. And to get to the menu of pleasure, then we get to talk about, um, I've got a series I call Vanilla Kink Toys, oh boy. And we talk about oh boy.
0: all okay. the different kinds of toys. Vanilla Kink Toys, toys.
2: toys. Oh, boy. oh boy. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes. yes. All right. I want to hear about this. I need to hear. How do you develop this menu?
2: Well, then we go through a series of, I, I just begin to introduce women to different sexual pleasures and things. Um, we talk about vibrators and dildos and then. We may begin to talk about, uh, like, do you like to be tied up? Do you want to talk somebody up? Mm. Or, mm. you know, different positions and aids that you can add to the bedroom to make. So maybe you're a little vanilla and you like things simple. but then there, things mm-hmm. you can throw in there to spice it up a little bit without taking you too far out of your comfort zone. Nice. Or maybe you want to go all the way out of your comfort zone, but you don't know where to start to look. So in that series, we just talk about all, I got a catalog of toys and I open it up. And begin to show women they're like, oh my God, okay. Ooh, what is that?
1: Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just seeing it in my head. I'm sorry. I yeah. don't see it right now. All kinds of things. Ooh, do you have your catalogue of toys? we should have asked oh, her man.
0: to
3: bring her some catalog? No,
0: <laughs> I
1: didn't think
3: like, about what that? that. That's
1: another episode. <laughs>
3: that's, that's another episode.
1: <laughs> that's another That's right. She said we could invite her back. So yeah. ah.
2: there are so I many things. Idea. Yeah, from vibrators to dildos. My favorites are um, couples toys. So hmm. um, yeah, I like things with remotes. So I can put the remote in my partner's hand
3: and
2: uh, I'm at the mercy of them bringing me pleasure. Cause there's something so wonderful about having somebody else focused in on your pleasure. Yeah.
3: Oh I yeah. Agree. That's sounds
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So this actually leads me into one of my first questions and I, uh, Ramel and I did some online research to find out what questions women were asking. Okay. And so a lot of these questions, uh, what the, all the questions we have here are coming from, from there, but we will spite, you know, drop in our own questions as we go, as we always do. So my first question was, how do we learn how to
2: orgasm and what keeps us from reaching it? Okay. So I always tell women the best way to learn how to orgasm is to learn to give yourself an orgasm. So on some of those dates, begin exploring your body. So that you can tell somebody else, you can't tell somebody else what to do if you don't know what to do. So,
1: girl, you're not supposed to do that, right? That, <laughs> not do that. Yeah. Girl, you're not supposed to do that, right? Uh, I can't even. I just thought the first thing when you said that, I feel like the way or uh, what how life was when I was growing up. The, those things seep in my head where I hear that and it's like, Oh, you're not supposed to, you at least not supposed to talk about it. So, yeah, so go ahead.
2: I'm sorry. And when I, when <laughs> I think about it now, I'm it, so somebody's telling me that this is my body, but I'm not supposed to touch my body. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to wait until I give my body to somebody else and let them touch it.
3: Now that doesn't make no mm-hmm.
2: sense. When you say it like that, it doesn't make any sense at all. And that oh. but that's the message that we're sending when we say that you're not supposed to masturbate, and then a crazier message is, masturbation is just for people who don't have partners.
3: No, I can enjoy myself whenever I want to by myself <laughs> I mean <with> or, <laughs> what with you I, talking about really?
2: Yeah, with or without a partner, it's <laughs> my body and my pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's for me. Mm-hmm. So I encourage women to begin to explore their bodies that they know what feels good and usually that doesn't it doesn't take too long for a woman to figure out what an orgasm is and how to orgasm once she begins to spend time with her body but she's got to be comfortable first
1: so sunday gives permission for you to figure out yourself first I see that. And (laughs) that's
0: that's,
1: (laughs) the quote for her today is
3: touch everything. (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: So that makes sense because, in order for me to help somebody else help me get there, Mm -hmm. it helps if I know what I like and what works for me.
2: Right. So, okay.
1: So, what keeps us from getting there?
2: What's between our ears, our Um, brain. How we how we've been socialized, what we've been taught, not letting down our guard to feel comfortable enough to enjoy what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's what okay. keeps us from so, having an orgasm.
1: So I'm thinking too hard because I have a tendency to overthink things. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit,
2: <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> if you're taking the list of things, the list of chores into the bedroom, that's getting in the way. If you're thinking about what you got to do when you finish. That's getting in the way. You've got to stay yeah. in the moment mm-hmm. and feel the pleasures in the mo- in the moment, and not just what you're feeling, say on your nipples when you touch your nipples. But do your fingers tip tingle when I touch your nipples? I mean, what's going on? Focus on the whole body. Right. I like to think of she's like talking mindful
1: sex. Mindful like they sex, tell me yeah. in meta meditation. She was like, yeah, you know, stay in the moment, stay in the that's true. It's so like I'm meditating. Okay. You should all be right.
2: um I like to call them um five sense orgasms. So mm-hmm. I pay attention to what I taste in the air when I'm orgasming, when I'm having an orgasm. What do I feel brushing against my skin? What do I hear? What do I see? What do I smell? All
3: mm-hmm. of them. That. that sounds very intense. That makes is, it very intense, all of those right?
2: Changes. Yeah, right. all of that's changing. We're mm-hmm. in the, the sexual
3: pleasure.
0: Right. oh wow. I
2: right. like it. I
1: hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. So I usually just like ride the wave. <laughs> I hadn't thought about
2: what am I feeling in the process? Right. Everything. Yeah, all at once. Yeah.
3: So okay. But, I think too
2: often we rush to get to the orgasm mm-hmm. and we don't enjoy the ride,
0: the process.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, enjoy the ride.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I
0: gotta
1: write my notes. down. Yeah. Your <laughs> well, that's everything. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy Got it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, now we had a question that um, about it kind of goes back to the thirty-two percent who didn't know they had an orgasm, right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you know? I mean, like, if you're not familiar, like, how do you know? Like, are there, is everything always like earth shattering, you know,
2: that kind of thing? Or
0: is there levels to the game?
2: There are definitely different levels of orgasm and um, even different types of orgasm. Because some women have clitoral orgasms, Mm -hmm. just stimulating the clitoris. And some women have vaginal orgasms. Mm -hmm. Um, There are women who can have orgasms from their nipples being touched. Mm -hmm. So all of those. But wait, huh? Yes. That's a thing. That's a thing. Mm. That's a, that's, that's a, a really thing. big thing now. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, having orgasms from stimulating the nipples. So, but all of those feel very different.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, what we tend to do is we find out, okay, so I know this right here gets me to orgasm. I'm going to do this one every time without exploring <laughs> the different types of orgasms that we can have. And they all feel different in the body.
3: Yeah.
2: So, um, but, orgasms, what they all have in common is that muscle contraction. It can be in different places in the body, but I usually tell women to pay attention for that muscle contraction. You can feel it feel it building, and then you're going to feel it explode, whether it's a, a big pop or a little one. But uh, you're gonna understand. But they're all uh, orgasms. They're all so orgasms. They're so all
1: whether, it's, 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 whether it's, it's a, a 5.4 on the Richter scale, <laughs> or... <laughs> Uh, to you know it's all good
3: it's all good.
1: okay mm-hmm. that that is that is helpful uh that's helpful to know now can you said that it feels different depending on the type or, or how mm-hmm. you orgasm or maybe i put words in your mouth that's just not sanitary so let's try that again <laughs> if, <laughs> it, so were you saying that different types of stimulation create different types of orgasms like clitoral might give you one and G-spot gives you another one. And I had never even heard of nipple. <laughs> we need to talk more. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: So we're all different. and But some women say that the orgasm they experience from, say, the G-spot stimulation feels very differently from the orgasm they may experience from the clitoris being stimulated. Mm-hmm. some women say they feel very similar we're all different but you're not gonna figure that out until you start playing around and enjoying your body so you gotta i hear your thing here you gotta start the exploration
0: touch all the things
2: touch everything touch everything <laughs>
0: well, you know this doesn't this doesn't I mean, it's not on our scheduled question list but how do you engage your husband in the exploration, like it's fine for you to touch your body and it's good. Right. Mm -hmm. But how do you bring your, I say husband, but your partner, whoever, or the person you were with that particular evening. Okay.
3: Whoever Mm -hmm. that is,
0: how do you bring them into it to maybe explore together? Because I know the say some of the best sexual um, interactions I've had was when with my husband, finding some place that I've been before, you know, that I had never explored before. So how do we, how do we that to find things together?
1: I got this one. I got this one. I got this one. Let me, let me take a stab at it. I'm just thinking it's that communication word again.
0: (laughs) Bingo! Bam! Boom! I got it. But I want to know, but I want to know is like, how do you... Instruct your people to build that communication. And because we're married, right? We're supposed to have mm-hmm. communication, but obviously we're not having that communication, right? So, right. What, when you're working with your couples, what are you saying to them to bridge that good girl thing or whatever it is, whatever hangups that they're having?
2: So, it usually starts with empowering, empowering the woman to feel confident enough to use her voice and say, hey, I want to try something different. I want you, I want to bring you into this. I want you to explore my body. I want us to have more fun or try, and that's usually the biggest hurdle. Very Mm -hmm. few partners are like, oh, no, I don't want to touch your body, I don't want to try nothing. (laughs) Very, As a matter of fact, I haven't encountered one yet who's like, no, I'm not interested in having more fun. Let's just keep it like this.
0: So it's it's so. us that's that's afraid of making that
2: communication yep.
0: to our partner to say, "Hey, I want to do
2: things a little differently." because yeah. we're anticipating that it's not going to go the way we we think it is. We're anticipate or we're anticipating that he's not going to be or he or she's not going to be eager to please. Yes. Or even the thought one lady said, well, "What will he? What will he think of me?" Because I oh. say, I want to try something new. I want to try something different. Oh. Is he going to wonder, have I been with someone else? Mm-hmm. Is he going to wonder mm-hmm. that I'm, you know, no longer a good girl? I don't want him looking at me differently the next day because we tried this. Right. And so that, but that still goes back to, that's her issue. That's an issue that she's got to work through. That's still cleaning out that, that bullshit that she's been talking.
0: Right. It's that I was gonna say it's that in between the two ears, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, thank you for wow. that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off too much. no, no but that was good. That no, was- no, no, that was good.
1: That was good. because uh, that actually sounds like one of the major uh hurdles is if we can feel confident, mm-hmm. get there anyway by any means necessary. Let's feel com comfortable talking about what we need how we can have Mm -hmm. um, the best joint experience Mm -hmm. in the bedroom it seems like that's a Mm -hmm. win-win
3: for everybody
1: and if and if that's the goal which it should be the goal you know then we have to talk about it and we have to know that it's important to talk about it uh, in order for us to get there so I, I really like where that's going completely like where that's going Mm -hmm. So then when do we need to go see a doctor? Like if somebody's never having orgasms, does that mean they need to see a doctor or they just need to listen to the first
2: part of the show and then follow the instructions? Uh, Usually it's not that issue. Um, I've never had anyone who needed to see a physician because she couldn't have orgasms. Now she may have needed to see a therapist, because she can have mm. orgasms, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: usually not a physician. It's usually more of a, a mental issue than it is a physical issue. And even if you're not having orgasms, I'm still asking: Are you having pleasure though? Is this a pleasurable experience? Because the whole journey should be pleasurable, right? So that still goes back to what you're thinking. What are you thinking about sex? What are you thinking about yourself? What are you thinking about your body? And then there's so many things that I encourage women to do to to get beyond that. Because now, if you're not feeling sexy, then it's going to be very hard mm-hmm. to be sexy and the mm-hmm. experience. So I encourage women to, like, get naked, look at themselves, talk, talk to themselves about the things that they love about themselves. Um, we do something like, we do a selfie um, meditation where I ask women to Take selfies mm-hmm. and then come and look at it and let me know what you see beautiful in that selfie. Don't be critical. and know you can't take 10,000 selfies to get to the one that you want. You're going to take one. We're going to look at it.
1: I thought that's when a selfie was. No, we're going to take okay. one
2: and look at it. And we're going to talk about what you see that's beautiful. We do boudoir shoots. And that's really big because... Ooh, a mouth. Yeah. What you think? Yeah. What
1: if we, for Valentine's Day next year, we get our we make we take the pictures mm-hmm. and and
0: give it to the. Oh wait, I'm gonna what? work on that one. I'm gonna work on getting there. I'm gonna work on getting. There.
1: I, but okay, you know, hold huh? on. Why do you why do you say that? I think that's gonna go that has, end, I was that has more talk right here. You know that but, has
0: more to do with me. Like I don't have. I honestly don't have any hangups in the bedroom, but I just have hangups with my own body, so to speak. So it's not, it's kind of weird. Like when I'm, when I'm with my husband, I don't feel those hangups about my body, Mm -hmm. but I feel hangups about just like being on a, you know, in a, Boudoir shoot—it's like a nightmare. Oh, that's
1: true. That's another person has the, with the camera. Yeah, I mean,
0: like that okay. is—it's so it's more of my—it's like you said—it's like the in between your own head. It just—it's mm-hmm. fortunate that that doesn't necessarily translate for me um, in our bedroom because I, you know, I don't know. It just works out there. But the whole idea of me doing a boudoir shoot is like a—that's like,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's
3: like wow, I am nightmare. always.
2: I'm always amazed at women's response response when they get their pictures back because they mm-hmm. always think, "Oh, I, I must have looked awkward. Did I have fat? Was this fat roll hanging out? Did this come out?" You know, they're always critical right after the shoot, even though they say, mm-hmm. "Oh, it was a lot of fun." Because I have very particular photographers that I work with that know how to bring that sexiness out and help them pose and everything. But then they get their pictures back and they usually like, oh, "Is this me?" <laughs> Oh, like, yeah? look at that cleavage! Oh, did you see my booty in that picture?
3: Oh, that sounds great.
2: Yes, and they're looking at them like uh, they want to post them on social media. I'm like, no, you can't. No, it's not
1: what you want. No, that's just for your person. <laughs> oh, you can Our
2: it? point. She's like, no, I look so
1: good. I'm that's I so posted funny. some. I've seen some up. I see it. I was about to talk about you. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen some. I posted somebody. mine. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: Okay. And that was at my heavier. Yeah, I posted mine, and they were at my heavier weight, but you couldn't tell me nothing because <laughs> I looked at that picture and I said, "Yes, honey. Yes,
0: <laughs> we do it. Yeah." Well, I well, I swear. Okay, Twanet, So if you do it, I'll do it. But. I didn't say I was. See, like, but you're going to put me
1: I, out I here. Big, big, big oh. I was just oh. talking. I was just talking big and bad.
3: I was just talking. See, you're I'm more so of the.
0: Wrong. It would be a no, great
1: no, no, Valentine's Day. It'll be a great day. I have Look, Romel, have you ever had a big, bad idea? Share it with me, but when it comes down to it, you're like, no, that's not really what I want to do. we have already talked about this on the episode, so I'm not going to recap how that has happened before. Never. But I will say, when you talk about it being all in your head, I like the idea of doing the shoot or the whole idea around it. I think my husband would Mm -hmm. really enjoy that. He would not enjoy that if I posted the pictures anywhere else, which there was zero chance of that ever (laughs) happening. So that's not a big deal. But it was interesting, Romel. you had a different answer than I would have had. You said, well, with my husband, I don't have any concerns otherwise. I would say that when, especially we've had this quarantine I've gained weight Uh and I know it and I feel it and I see it and I take that into the bedroom and I am fighting the thought that, Oh, is he looking at my extra weight? Oh, is he look, does he see that? Is that bad? And now my husband would be like, that is so stupid of you to be thinking about that is ridiculous. But does that stop me from thinking about it? Nope. It is in my head. So I said that big and bad, Ramel. We'll have to talk <laughs> and figure out. It was a great idea, and maybe if my husband listens to this, they're like, "Woman, take
2: them pictures. We'll see." Take the picture. <laughs> take, take the forget the quarantine weight, and then take some with the quarantine weight, and then take some afterwards. Once you drop, the, just keep taking them. I see. I have a, a friend mm-hmm. who says um, he's so funny because he, he said he loves that his wife has weight issues. I was like, "What? What do you mean?" He's like, yeah, I love that. Like, she go up and down a good thirty-five, forty pounds, and I was like, that is the craziest thing because you know she's struggling. He's like, nah, I get the little girl and the big girl. I love it all. <laughs> I love it. That. Like, See, oh. that's awesome. Yeah, but that's not how women are thinking. You know, no,
1: no, we don't think that. Yeah. We no, we don't.
2: No, we're focused on. Oh God, I got this extra roll, and I, I even me with the quarantine, I've been gaining weight, and I was like, ooh, I'm pulling stuff, and my husband's walking around saying. Ooh, but I like the extra weight. I like this role. I like that. All in my head. That was me. <laughs> uh, Keep enjoying.
3: Yeah. yeah. That is,
0: I mean, it's it is it's the whole I think the mind keeps us from anything that we really want to do. It right. Is. It's it's just about yeah. shutting us shutting down that negativity that Around that we replay, and it doesn't matter what it is. Apparently, like you know, having sex and you know mm-hmm. trying out something new and doing—it doesn't matter. We if when we let that negative real play in our head, it keeps us from everything.
2: It does mm-hmm.
0: a different way. Yeah, Lee, and she should not never let. let anything come in between you and some orgasms i mean like seriously i can't think of anything worse. that's the quote for you it is you never (laughs) let anything become between
1: you and your orgasm i'm gonna use that i like that (laughs) i like that
2: never let anything come between you and your orgasm that's right
1: ramel would you please consider Using that quote in some of the advertisements.
0: Absolutely episodes. will. I absolutely I, I look
3: will. I would like that. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> that is fantastic. I'm just trying to think. you know, it's kind of funny. Oh, we had one more question. I was trying to see if we had hit all the questions, but um, are are there better sexual positions um, to hit? I mean, to use in order for women to achieve orgasms.
2: Yes and no. Okay. So it all depends on the woman and mm-hmm. the partner because all partners are created differently. So
0: she is picking her
2: words <laughs> this time.
0: I can
1: see <laughs> so, okay. some of her yeah.
2: partners yeah. are more challenged than others. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we are shaped differently on the inside and the outside. So different mm-hmm. positions. Um, Work differently. Now, I usually encourage women to try posi- positions that allow for clitoral stimulation because that's the way most women are going to have an orgasm. And traditionally, we're not stimulating our clitoris dur- during intercourse. So that's because we want to focus on him getting the pleasure. So mm-hmm. the stroking right. goes on. But so you want to do positions um for some women. Missionary works really well because the pressure from your spouse rubs against your clitoris, so that can be helpful. But any position, in any position, I always say, you can just add a little something. So why not add a vibrator mm-hmm. so that you can stimulate the clitoris or he can stimulate the clitoris.
0: I wish you could see Twanda's face. She said,
3: ooh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Add a vibrator or add a cock ring that has a vibrator on it so that every time he mm-hmm. comes in contact, it's buzzing. Is stimulating. So uh the doggy always works well. Mm-hmm. That allows for deeper penetration for those of us who like that. And at, if you tilt it just a little bit, then you can get some G-spot stimulation as well. Um, something that I really like to add is position pillows so that you can take your normal positions to okay. a different level. And so like a wedge-shaped and pillow is great it is great for changing up that position a little bit
3: i think we
1: have some ideas of what to buy our husbands for mm-hmm. um, valentine's day or for wednesday i don't know right. wednesday, wednesday is probably a
0: really good day yes <laughs> there are 52 of those right so <laughs> right. right just because just because
1: Oh my goodness! Wow, is, so, this is good. Wait, we might need another episode to talk about like
3: the things.
2: Oh, the, the things. That, yeah. Oh, we can talk about the vanilla kink toys. Oh boy, that could be just oh oh. Fun. I
3: like mm-hmm.
2: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. yeah. I see it already. You start to add yeah, those into too. the playroom, then you got a completely different playroom experience.
1: I'm sorry. I, I, bedroom or playroom?
2: What what are we talking? I about? like to call my bedroom the playroom. It's a Ooh, central playground. Mm. It is a central <laughs> playground where anything goes.
3: Wow! Mm-hmm.
2: Only I can determine. Oh. We can determine what is and ain't gonna happen in there, but it's wide open. <laughs> it's a playground. The playground. And I like to call my um, my husband my playmate. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh,
2: I bet he likes that. He does. Mm, like okay. Fun. Oh, that is so cool. You should be having fun. You're supposed to be having yeah. fun while you're being pleasured and giving pleasure.
0: Yeah, I would think that's the best thing. I mean, that's the best part of it. Like you don't go into it like being all uptight. I mean, how can you have? You can't have the best if you up uptight. And I fear that there's a lot of us who go into it just a little bit uptight. And not feeling confident, not feeling comfortable. And if you're in a dedicated relationship, that is that we need to be in a place where we can be ourselves fully and express ourselves um, sexually and get that pleasure. I mean,
2: we need to be able to do that. There's this ugly word that has to take place. We have to be vulnerable.
3: Mm. oh yeah You're mm. You gotta
2: take down all of the the guards. You gotta open up. You gotta come to the bedroom, playroom, naked.
3: Oh, Mentally
2: physically, emotionally mm.
3: I know. <laughs> I'm like What's know. Right?
0: <laughs> You gotta come naked. That is awesome. Well, speaking of coming naked um <laughs> well, I don't even know where the end of this sentence can go. I just—I I know if I'm I said it, I really didn't mean it that way. Happen. But I was just going to ask, Cindy. um Now I know that you have these Facebook groups and everything, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to give you an opportunity to let people know, like if they want to get in contact or their or your groups, how do we mm-hmm. participate? Yeah, how, what's the best way to do that?
2: through my website, freeyourpleasure.com.
3: Mm, That's
2: nice. the best way to get in. So yeah, you can send me an email through there. You can see all about the different services and the sister circle. When we get back open, when outside opens back up and we can have sister circle, circle again, information there. Um, I can add you through to the Facebook group through the website, freeyourpleasure.com. All That's
3: right. Awesome. Well,
0: I want to thank you so much for coming and like, I have a feeling that you're going to touch some women and their husbands. They don't know it yet or their (laughs) their spouses or whoever. Uh I think that you're going to touch a lot of people who can use. And, um, get pleasure out of having sex. I mean, for crying out loud, we're going to be there. Let's have some fun. Yes. It sounds
1: like you're going to be responsible for a lot of people touching themselves as well. (laughs) I'm for
0: it. That's what I'm for. Touch everything. Touch
2: everything. All the things. (laughs) Touch all all the things. Touch everything inside and out. Touch it all. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, oh that's,
1: and on that
2: that's note on
0: that note we are so <laughs> thankful that you all came to listen to us today please don't forget to subscribe and you know this episode hopefully you will share this with your best girlfriend yeah Make sure you if, should share yeah if
1: you right. if, you're a, if you have a girlfriend
0: you need to share even if you don't feel comfortable them. right now having that conversation share it and she'll get the idea so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so until next time, listeners, peace, peace and,
3: and blessings. blessings.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at girlpodcast. That's
1: girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girl podcast at gmail.com
0: that's girl with three r's (laughs) so until next time peace Peace and and blessings. blessings